Welcome test, to the test, Beer test. and Pretzel. No, no more tested. <laughs> this is the Beer and Pretzel podcast. This is a return to Pirate Borg with the One Shot Actual Play podcast. We are the Beer and Pretzel podcast. Wait, wait, I don't, are we a one shot if we're returning? <laughs> That's true. So this is after doing this show for almost three years, we have finally came to a point where we failed the audience. We actually did a one shot podcast that we did not finish in a single night. You may remember if you have listened to the last couple episodes, we've done a part one and a part two of Pirate Board that was recorded in one night, but we were unable to finish the story in that single night. A first time ever for the Beer and Pretzel podcast crew. Was that because we got too inebriated? It's definitely part of it. I would say okay. that's 95% of it. Yes. Do you guys have anything to say? yourselves and Quite myself frankly i'm, I'm not sorry of all of us <laughs> i'm not sorry in the slightest and you also, know what you're getting into when you signed up yeah i'm never drinking a drink that austin makes again <laughs> never becky you made that one yourself no austin made mine i made travis's sorry travis, travis i was, I was she made you like two of those right <laughs> i was pretty spammer yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair but Thank you, everyone, for returning. This is going to be a little awkward transition because usually we just go right into the next part of the episode. But now we have to do like a little bit of a start over. But that's okay. It's been multiple weeks for us, actually, since we recorded ourselves. So we've been away from this game and these characters for a couple weeks now, at least. So let's go around the table. Let's introduce ourselves once again back to our characters and this world before we jump back into Pirate Borg, the curse of Skeleton Point. Travis? Who are you playing again? Oh, I am playing D-Rain, D-Rod, D-Rone, <laughs> D-Ram. Yeah, if you don't, yeah, the guy you could not uh, pronounce his own name. D-Rain, D-Rain, d is what they came up with, which is what we settled on eventually. It's a more hardcore name, I love it. <laughs> it is but yeah, I, I created this character and then immediately forgot what his name was like three minutes later. And then never recreated his name other than these two being deranged. And you that's couldn't pronounce it. your own character's name. That's right. Yeah, that's fair. I couldn't remember the pronunciation I had it in my head. Yeah. I couldn't remember it. That's fair. Becky made my drink, so I'm blaming her. It's my fault. She made a drink that made our brains stop working. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm playing Yancey Sparrow. Uh, no relation to Jack Sparrow. Um, or maybe there is some. I'm good with a lockpick, uh, not so good in a fight. Um, I am absolutely beautiful to look at, mm. and I have a... As all sparrows are. A hunger for rats. I forgot that's your character's Didn't like, realize that was bit. a sparrow trait, yeah. but okay, we're down for it. Yancy the fancy, except he eats rats. And I drink a, a, lo a lot of grog. Yancy the Fancy, don't you yes, also do. have, like, the most common clothes and, like, no hat or anything? <laughs> yeah, no I don't hat. even have a hat. <laughs> you don't even have a bandana? No, I have a knife and, like, rags. See, at least, I mean, my character's insane. Like, give me credit, but, like, my character has the fancy clothes. He's got the pompous wig, you know? He's uh, not British, but he wants to be. He also has, like, rich person's clothes or something fancy right? clothes fancy, fancy clothes. clothes which we assumed were british like style clothing yeah, of course um i will say two things i forgot about my character last time that i'll try to remember tonight um i hear voices and that i think are real and i have a jar of squid guts in my possession for that no apparent reason cool. so nice does your character travis have any weird things on him or like what 
more can you tell us about Darain, the buccaneer? I'm not that tough. Uh, I do like knowledge, even though I'm not the smartest person in the world. And as I said before, I'm slightly insane. Only slightly. Makes sense. Becky, who are you playing today? Iron Anchor Molly. Molly Ringworm! It's not Molly Ringworm, you bastards. Oh, we're also, back to the British accent. I like it. Uh, Let's go. Yes, yeah, so we're doing British. Sorry if I've kept switching to Irish for some reason last time. No offense to anyone. No offense meant I was really drunk. Uh, may I interject? I feel like Molly is Irish, but she's trying to pretend to be English for the respect because of like the whole like English colonialism. Mm. Okay. Okay. So when she got on the boat, she's like, I'm British now. Screw yeah. all of you. Yeah, maybe that's that's her backstory. She doesn't want people to know she's Irish, but when she's really mad, it comes out. Or drunk. <laughs> yes, when she's really drunk, it comes out. Uh, speaking of really drunk, she is quite the grog imbiber and also quite the brute. She's missing an eye from a previous fight, the impulsive lass. And uh, she says she always knows the right way to go, but she's prone to getting lost. Um, she also died once, but uh, hell rejected her. So she came back. That's pretty metal. That um, is pretty metal. She's tough. She's tough as nails, this lady. Uh, she also carries around an iron anchor, which is where she got her name. And that is her weapon of choice. Not the worms. Not the worms. We don't have worms. It's a fucking ringworm was not a thing. <laughs> it is now. Some bloody drunk pirate came up with that bullshit. Uh, my favorite piece of equipment is a bucket. And my best <laughs> friend is my cat named Mr. Whiskers. But don't tell me he's a rat because he's a cat, obviously. He's obviously a rat. <laughs> I'm just a little bonkers. Um, I do also have something strange on my person. It is a book of scripture on Cthulhu. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Brad, do you want to talk to us about, because Becky was just talked about how her character is quite a tough lass. She has a total of 13 hit points, which is 13 times the amount you have. <laughs> yes. You want to go over to your character's special ability we made up for you? Sure. So Austin agreed to let me have something existing outside of the rules. Since I rolled really poor stats, I have a minus one in strength, a zero in agility, a minus three in presence, a minus three in toughness, and a zero in spirit. I have one hit point, but if I would otherwise die, I can be saved if they can pour a shot of rum into my mouth in real life before my next turn. And you have to drink it. And I have to drink it. How many times did we use that bill you last time? Like five times. Was it? It was a lot. It was a lot, yeah. It was like every round I would go down and <laughs> Becky would splash rum in my face, which would some go in my mouth and mostly go in my eyes. Sorry, Bob. <laughs> in real life or in the game? In real life. Oh, nice. I'm well, terribly clumsy. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> clumsy. Yeah, clumsy. Yeah. Travis, do you want to be in charge of pouring the shot down his mouth or let Becky take control oh, of it? Oh, honestly, it was so entertaining. I'm going to let that continue. I'll pour the shots, but she can dump it down his mouth. Travis okay. was being pretty generous with the pours last time. Oh, yeah, Travis. I heard you were cheating the game. I already have a shot right now. But... Okay. Cheating the game? What's that? I heard that you were not pouring a whole shot for Brad. Travis was being a homie. I poured an entire shot for him. A single one? 
Yes. In total? Yes. <laughs> Combining all like four times he went down? Three out of the four, yes. Okay. We were so drunk. <laughs> Look, I was too drunk to remember what I poured, so. The first time uh, it happened in the last session, Travis poured the rum, but I didn't realize he had because he'd done it kind of really sneakily and quietly. And Becky was get, like, Becky was like terrified I was going to die. So she was like holding me back and like throwing it in my face. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 wait, it's empty. It needs a shot. And she was like, no. And she just like <laughs> threw it in my face and went like down my, like she was like pushing me back. So like my face was like pointing up towards the sky and it went in my nose, in my eyes, like down the sides of my face, soaked my shirt. And it was like a quarter of a shot at that point. Nice. It, yeah, there was not a lot, but it went everywhere. Classic pirate shenanigans. And with that, hey, let's if get... pirates are not trying to cheat the system, what are they? That's true, yeah. It wouldn't make sense for you guys not We're to cheat and not to get drunk cheats. as pirates. We also decided there was other things that we were uh, cowards and... I'm a coward. Uh, there was something else. Scoundrels? Something like that. Cowboys I mean, and scoundrels. We're pirates. And with that said, guys, let's give a hearty yar, and then we will jump into the world of Pirate Borg. All right, guys, you guys ready to give a yar? Three, two, one. Yar! Good stuff from the three of us. Becky, I did not hear a yar from you. It was uh, a pretty weak yar, to be honest. Because I'm do. Uh, I don't know, guys. Do you think she put all of her might into it? I think she kind of give, give us an it. encore yar. I yard with you. Did she though? I did. I feel like she just mouthed the words. Like when you're at church and you don't actually sing, but you just like mouth it. Do we want to give her the benefit of the doubt and do it all again one more time? And yeah, let's do that. With me. All right, but guys. I'm gonna listen to this. Three, two, one. Yar! Yar! All right, that was better. All right, pirate board. You all have deeper voices. That's fair. Get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> Pirate Borg, uh, the spinoff of the very popular indie RPG by Free League Mork Borg. We're jumping uh, back into the starter adventure that's at the back of the book, which is a fun sandbox style uh, dungeon crawl um, adventure called The Curse of Skeleton Point. Do you guys want me to go over what you guys missed from last time? Yes. Because it was yeah. multiple weeks ago. That's fair. So... You guys, after a crack and destroy your ship, washed aboard the shore of Black Coral Bay, a small tropical island with a population of around 1,500. Despite the turquoise blue waters and lush jungle vegetation, it is a dark and miserable place. And there is supposedly a curse that brings the dead back to life at night. On this uh, little town, you guys partied hard, and Travis was able to meet the governor of the island, who is missing his daughter, and offered a very, very high reward for anyone that can get his daughter back, who disappeared days ago. You guys were able to ask around, and you guys heard that she last went to, um, well, Skeleton Point, which is a small gothic-looking castle with a... Uh, Girls in tall boots? No, not that kind of gothic, <laughs> Travis. With a, uh, a pirate ship mounted on one of the towers, out of water. My boat. Maybe your boat. Your character was very infatuated with uh, finding a so-called My ghost boat. boat. Ghost boat. Ghost boat. Tis mine. 
And last time where we ended, uh, the priest of the town led you guys to the drawbridge that brings you right across to Skeleton Point, to the castle. You guys went in, you guys wiped the floor of some skeletons that came back from the dead and attacked you outside the main gate of the castle, and you guys went in. We did actually record a little bit past that, but at that point, we were all so drunk that it probably didn't make a lot of sense, and we didn't even finish it anyway. So we are just starting from the point of you guys about to enter the castle oh, of the, Skeleton Point. I get the reference, Skeleton Point. Of what? <laughs> you said we're starting from the point where we just wiped the floor with skeletons. Skeleton oh, point. there we go. I did not mean that. Yeah. Well, let's actually jump into it, guys. With that, you guys see ahead of you the castle. Right now, rain is starting to come down. It's starting to get dark. I think actually it was dark last time when you guys got here. Yeah, because the priest only travels at night. And yep. the skeletons only wake up at night. Yep, exactly. So, what do you guys want to do? Um, I'm going to look around for a weapon really quick because I only have a puny little knife. Sure. Um, checking out what the skeletons had. They had scimitars on them, and one of them actually had a musket. Hmm. Travis, you're good with a firearm, aren't you? I take a second musket. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and also I take a, a scimitar. Sure. If there is one. Yeah, there's an extra one that you can use. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a scimitar. Sure. All I need is my iron anchor. What's the uh, What's the damage die for a scimitar? A scimitar, I believe, is a D6, but I will double check. Cool. I just upgraded from a D4. Becky, what is... Iron Inker Molly doing? These two are scavenging across the skeleton corpses. Uh, probably trying to f look and see if there's a better vantage point to finding our way into the into the castle. Well, there's the main uh, gate that's still open. Right. Besides that, maybe there's a way around, but you have to go around the castle. And it's very close to the cliffs. You have to make sure you don't slip off the side and fall down below into the ocean. Well, I know we've been drinking a bit of grog, so probably not the best idea. <laughs> probably not the smartest one, no. Looking ahead, you guys push open the very wide and tall double doors, and you guys enter the castle. The first room you guys go into is the foyer. Old, dusty, with a few recent footprints. What do you guys want to do? In this room... There's you no boat. I don't care. There's no boat, <laughs> actually, yeah. There is a elaborate double staircase that leads up. There's also a crooked staircase that goes up. There is a passage that goes uh, straight through the building. So there's two different staircases that go up, and you guys can go straight through uh, the passageway. And there's also, on the wall, a very fancy-looking landscape painting of a stormy mountain range. I pull it off the wall. Okay. Uh, you pull it off the wall. It is, like I said, it's a stormy mountain range, beautiful and haunting. What's behind it? Nothing. I push on the wall. You push on the wall, and it's pretty sturdy. I punch the wall. You punch <laughs> the wall, and you hurt your hand. <laughs> but you I do take a log, and I slap the wall. You slap the wall, and now you hurt your fingers. What are you fucking idiots doing? Will you stop hitting the bloody wall? There is nothing there. <laughs> Fuck. There is a landscape painting for a reason. Yeah, it's this landscape, you bloody idiot. Clearly not, because it doesn't have skeletons in it. It's before I... the boat landed here, obviously. Oi, Molly. 
Don't you dare talk about my boat. Molly. What? Do us the favor, hitting it with your anchor, just to be sure. <laughs> I am not going to hit a fucking wall with would, my anchor. Would you indulge us for just a minute? No, because there's nothing here. You're both being stupid. What if you can punch through it and we're not strong enough? I can punch through it, but there's nothing behind the wall. Are you sure? Yes. What is there to lose? <laughs> I might hurt my wrist. We've all hurt ourselves. It's okay. Yeah, but I'm not stupid like you. <laughs> Isn't she going to feel stupid when we find the treasure behind that wall? <laughs> Continue bludgeoning yourselves against this fucking wall. I'm going to go find your ghost boat. I already know where the ghost boat is. Oh, the daughter. Are we looking for the daughter or the boat? You guys are looking for the daughter. I'm looking for a boat. I want a boat, too. I uh, want a ghost boat. Although, Travis, treasure. remember that someone did offer you the I know, location I, of a ghost boat. Yeah, there, there's two ghost boats. Yeah. We want at least one, so if we get, like, halfway through this one, I'll be, like, you know, we got half. I mean, boat. we could pay for some information about where a ghost boat might be, or we could just take this fucking one. So you guys do remember what happened last kind time? Kind of. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I take my stick that I was trying to punch a wall and I tie it to the chandelier and I start swinging from side to side until it's the wall. So you're trying to have the chandelier hit the wall or the stick? <laughs> the stick like tied to the chandelier. I'm using it as a battering ram. Uh, okay, so what's hitting the wall? The stick or the... the... stick. Okay, uh, it instantly cracks because it's a stick hitting a stone wall. <laughs> All right, I tie a stone to the chandelier. There's no stones. There's no stone big enough to break a hole in a wall. Are there any of those, like, weird little statues that people put on the railings of, like, the staircases? No. Durang? Sure, there can be. You have Okay, I take one of those up the stairway. Yeah. And I tend to the Do you have rope or anything to tie it down with? I go and steal one of the curtains off the windows. Let's have you roll a... Agility roll. I'd say he gets a plus one for his fucking insanity. <laughs> <laughs> You think I should give him a bonus? <laughs> yeah, sure, Travis. You can get a plus one. Is is plus good or bad? It's good. Okay. Because I have a negative two, so that's definitely better. <laughs> Damn. Uh, what dice are we rolling? It's a d20. D20. Yeah. Okay. And this is pretty similar to D&D. You always roll a d20 unless you hit, and then you roll a damage die, which is not a d20. Okay. This is going to be a four. Okay. Uh, You try to tie it down, and as it's a big statue, it just breaks and falls onto the floor and creates a crack in the floor. All right. Uh, oh, very good, Durain. <laughs> the curtains were not strong enough. I got to find stronger rope. Yes. Brad, what is your character doing? I'm going to go to the hallway and I'm going to look down it and see if sure. I can see anything. You go onto the passageway and you look down and it looks like it will open up into a kitchen. Hmm. I might go and look for a snack. Sure. Uh, Yancey Sparrow disappears on the passageway and he goes down to the kitchen. Iron Anchor Molly, while the shenanigans are going on, what is your character doing? After I've decided screaming at Deranged isn't going to do bollocks, <laughs> I look around the room for another opening. Obviously, he's going to the kitchen. Is there another doorway? Yep. There's the stairwell, the janky stairwell, and the hallway. That's right. There's a janky stairwell. And a regular stairwell. Sorry, it's not janky. What was your wording, sketchy? Crooked. Crooked. Janky. Yes. Uh, sure, janky, yeah. <laughs> well, let's go up the regular staircase. Regular staircase, okay. 
I just oh. wave to you as I'm swinging off the chandelier. <laughs> Bye, deranged. <laughs> I'm going to go find your boat, and I'm going to take it. It's okay, you're not going up the sketchy stairwell, so you're good. <laughs> Brad, you go down into the kitchen, and it's a kitchen that is surprisingly uh, well furnished. Like, there is food that looks like someone put in here fairly recently, so it looks like someone at least is trying to live in this castle that is not a skeleton, obviously, as they require sustenance. And in this area... Are you saying skeletons aren't people and they don't require food? Ex that's exactly what I'm saying. Racist. There is a well, trap door that goes down into the basement, Brad, and there is a door that leads out. Even, of course, there's a passageway coming back in from the foyer. Uh, looking at foyer, foyer or foyer? I think most people call it a foyer. Okay. If you're trying to be fancy, it's a foyer. Foyer. If you're from Vermont, it's okay to say foyer. Yeah, foyer. <laughs> um, Not that we're from Vermont or anything. No. <laughs> I'm going to look in the pantry. Do I find anything tasty? You do, actually. Um, you find Own some... Milk? No, actually. You find some very elegant pastries that oh. seem to be uh, only a rich person would have, most likely, especially in this island. I'm going to eat one, and I'm going to stuff three down my pants for later. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Greblin. Becky. Well, he doesn't have a hat to hide him under. Let's oh. be real. It's true. He doesn't have a hat. Oh, that's true. Oh. Yeah. Or a wig. Or a wig. Can never have too many wigs. Travis, after you're abandoned by them, do you want to follow any one of them or go up your own way, or are you still dicking around <laughs> in the foyer? <laughs> You call this Dick Heron. I call this being an investigator. You're trying to tie a statue with curtains to a chandelier and smash it into a wall. It's called a battering ram, and it works. <laughs> no, I've it seen doesn't. this in movies. <laughs> Not that this character's ever watched movies. Creative dicking around. <laughs> That's what we there call we it. Unique. 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 Creative dicking around. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've kind of run out of ideas because I don't have a stronger rope currently. So I'm going to go up the, the not janky, not sketchy, crooked. crooked stairwell. The crooked stairwell. Okay. You go up the crooked stairwell. Becky, you go upstairs and you go into what is the dining hall. A long dining table and chairs. Dust on everything. Who has their dining hall on the second floor? Like, let's be real. How rich do you, how much of a pompous do you have to be? That's fair. Yeah. You always have the dining hall on the first floor. Like kitchen to dining hall. It's like, also wheel not wheelchair accessible. Well, I don't know if they cared about wheelchair people or handicapped people in this day and age. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I guess that's true. Um, Becky, in this room, there is a servant's passage, a stairwell, a crooked stairwell, and there are stained glass windows, some broken, all colorful, depicting flowers and nature scenes. I admire the stained glass windows, thinking of home, and then go up the janky staircase. All right, you run into Travis. Ah! <laughs> Welcome to my staircase. Yeah, in the sketchy staircase, you find a sketchy person that is Travis. <laughs> Deranged. Classic. I am a very janky person, I understand. You guys. Oh, I've seen, I've I see you've decided to stop. Creatively dicking around, Drain. Look. Good. I didn't have enough rope. Did you find any rope, by the way? No. Okay. Just a lot of dust. Well, I could, if I get enough dust, I could make a Let's rope. Let's just keep going up the staircase. 
All right, let's go up the janky staircase. You guys arrive in a rookery. There are around 50 bird cages hanging from the rafters. In this area, besides a whole bunch are they, of birds. Are they dangling with chains? Yes. Are they skeletal? Uh, no, no, they're normal birds, it appears. I'm take the chains. And there's also a gaping <laughs> hole in the ceiling. <laughs> besides the gaping hole in the ceiling, there's just a staircase going down. You said you're taking chains? Yeah, if I'm, I can reach or climb up to them, I want the chains. Okay. As soon as you go up there and you start taking on the chains, notice that some of the birds that are up there are not just normal birds. Some of them are called carrion gulls. These uh, are seagulls with pitch red eyes that have not a hunger for oysters, but for meat and flesh. They right. want deranged oysters. Exactly. They want deranged <laughs> oysters. Okay, well, I leave them in their cane as much as I can. Oh, no, it's too late. You went up there and started messing with them. Uh, they activate, and there are apparently... You said they're in a cage, right? Or no? Most of the birds are in a cage. These ones are just hanging up in the ceiling. Oh, no. There are four of them, and you guys get to go first. So think about who will be going first and what you guys plan on doing as soon as these gulls come down and they sense, they go, ooh, yummy eyeballs. That looks good to me. Brad. What does your character do after stuffing his pants pockets with uh, <laughs> yummy pastries and oh, delicacies? He didn't say pockets. Oh, that's true. He, he stuffed them down his pants. I think this is before they invented pockets. Um, I'm going to look around. He's it's... using his undies as his pocket. So first... They don't have undies. Let's be real. Yeah, they have undies. Let's, let's be real here. They probably got the... Eh, maybe. Okay, okay, okay. Not so... the man with rags. Okay. He doesn't have undies. He doesn't have undies. Okay, so first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to like lean back and peek my head down the hallway to see if my friends are still there. They have disappeared. And then I'm going to look around for a tasty morsel. Maybe a... <laughs> do I see any signs of rats nearby? Oh, that kind of morsel. Uh, this is an old castle, so it probably is a rat or two scurrying around, yes. All right. I'm going to take out one of my pants pastries. Yeah. And I'm going to put it on the floor, and I'm going to get red. I'm going to, like, stand up on a chair. I'm going to get ready to, like, step down quickly onto a rat. Okay. You can either roll strength or agility, whichever one is Are you using your sketchy you. dagger or the scimitar? Um, no, you're just stepping on it, right? You know what? I'm actually going to use my trusty bucket, which is one of my items. I'm going to plop the bucket down on it. Do I get any kind of bonus for that? Sure, you can get a plus one. Cool. And then if I am able to catch it under the bucket, I'm going to, like, stab under it with my dagger. <laughs> That's yeah. fucked up. That's really fucked up. Okay, I'm going to roll... Um, an agility check to catch it in the bucket. Poor Remy from Ratatouille. This isn't Remy. And I rolled a 17. That succeeds. You catch one if you just start stabbing underneath it. Until the, uh, not until the squeaking stops, but until it slows down. All right, so you still here. That's so fucked Squeak. up. Squeak. <laughs> then I'm going to reach my hand under. Okay. Then you I'm gonna, catch a bloody mouse. I'm going to bite its head off. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to, like, rip the tail off. I'm going to slurp it up like spaghetti. Oh. Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to, like, I, th I thought I heard something. So I'm going to, like, turn and make sure my friends aren't there. They are not there. Okay, and then I'm going to go back to eating the rat. Oh, my gosh. 
disgusting and great. Just out of curiosity, you're also going to collect this bloody pastry that you now have? Yes, I'll put the pastry back in my pants. Oh, <laughs> the one the rat was chewing on? Yeah. That's now covered with its blood? He yes. just fucking ate the rat. I don't think he cares. Are you going to give one of these pastries to them later? Maybe. We'll see. Okay. It's just strawberry jam. <laughs> Travis and Becky, which one of you guys would like to go first? Remember in Pirate Borg, you guys get to choose who gets to go first. There's no, like, initiative. Okay. Um, I do have a gun, two guns, so I don't know if it's better or worse for me to go first. I'm also closer to the birds. It probably makes sense for you to go first as you have a ranged weapon. All right. Sure, Travis, yeah, you see these four, like, goals, red eyes, looking down at you going food if you just pull out your musket slowly oh, is this finding nemo's horror story yeah pretty much yeah i'm not gonna lose another eye that's true i can't afford to lose an eye <laughs> i need both my eyes i'm a sharpshooter uh, i really hope molly loses her second eye uh is that another four or five Mm, okay. Yeah, you blast and completely miss the goals as they f- kind of fly around you. Becky, it's your turn. Right, I'll just pick up my iron anchor and... Start swinging. Start swinging. Feels like an over-necessarily like, large item to use as a weapon. What bonus would I use? Uh, it's a strength. 11. 11? Uh, you need a 12 to hit, so that will miss. Okay, now it's their turn. So uh, two of them fly down at Travis, start pecking him, and two of them will fly down at Becky and try to peck her. For each one that's attacking you guys, you got to roll a agility oh. check. What, Becky? My iron anchor reduces my target's armor by two. Okay, then you would hit. So roll damage for it. Actually, you don't even need to because these goals have only one hit point. So <laughs> you hit one, and as you would if you took a large-ass like, anchor <laughs> and hit it like a normal seagull with it, it, it kind of explodes. Yeah. <laughs> Feathers go everywhere. Uh, Trust is not nice. going to see this picture, but if you want to see what they look like, Becky, you can over here. Yeah. You could just text Those it are... to me like a normal person. I'll text it to you. Fucking gross looking. So now two of them go on Travis and one of them on Becky. For each one that's attacking you guys as there's one down... Uh, roll an agility check to avoid the damage. 13. 13, okay. Mm-hmm. You will avoid uh, your goal. Nice. Describe how you're able to avoid its pecking and biting. When I swung my iron anchor, it takes a lot. To, it is actually quite, quite a lot to get it going. And so I just kind of like swing myself out of the way with my anchor. So I just like pivot. Okay. And the bird misses me. Perfect. And Travis, what about you? With two. Oh, um, so that was going to be a 17 minus two. 15. 15. Okay, you avoid it. Okay. What about the second one? Uh, I just clock on it with the butt of my gun and just go back off, back off. Uh, negative two. Or negative one. What do you mean negative one? I have a minus two, so negative one. <laughs> See, crit failed. Yes. And you, nice. Okay. Okay, so it will claw you. Actually, can I have a D4 somewhere? Can I have a D4? Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, Travis, you take a total of one point of damage. I hope it went for your eye. I only need one. So, uh, one point damage on you. Now it's your guys' turn. All right, I guess, do you want to go first or shall I? After you. 
All right, well, I can't really do much in the way of ranged attacks because they're right in my face, so I just start swinging them with my musket. Sure. Sounds good. You don't have any of a melee weapon? I have a sword, but... Yeah. It's, like, hard to, like, switch weapons, I would imagine. All right, I switch weapons. Sure. sure. Yeah, you I pull put out, it to your back. I pull out my scimitar. Drop your musket. <laughs> I just, like, quickly just quick slide draw. that... Oh, damn. Slide that in my backpack and then just pull out the <laughs> scimitar, like, in one swift motion. Because it, like, takes two turns to reload that musket, I'm pretty sure. Well, I have a second musket. That's true, you do. But I can't hit... Like, I can't shoot something that's in my face. Yeah. Uh, that is going to be... Uh, seven. Seven? That'll be a miss. Becky. I'm going to iron anchor the other one. Or actually, sorry, what, what would swinging a sword be? Is that agility? That's a melee. Is there something for melee? Strength? Oh, uh, sorry, strength. strength, yeah. Okay, so only minus one, so eight. <laughs> only minus one. Okay, <laughs> yeah, still miss. Okay. So I rolled a 13, and it still reduces their armor by two. Okay, you hit it, and that goal also explodes into a bunch of feathers. Uh, can I have 2d6, please? Okay. I'm going to roll to see their morale, to see if they decide to run away or not. Uh, they are they are still going. They still think they have a good shot, as both of them are now on Travis. Travis, roll again as they keep trying to peck you. Okay. They're going for the eyes. They're going for the jugular. Uh, Travis, why are you specifically using the dice I told you not to use? Because they're very hard to read. <laughs> so I literally gave you die that are easier to read than those die. So it's uh, 13 minus 2. 11. So 11. So it'll hit. And then 8 minus 2. Okay. So two hits. Okay. So you take a grand total of four points of damage. Do you want to use a devil's luck point or accept the damage? I'll use Devil's Luck. Okay. So which of the Devil's Luck do you want to use? There's a couple of different options. Probably the best one would be... There's like one that's like you reduce the damage by like a D6. I roll a D6. Five. Okay. You use your Devil's Luck point and you're able to get out of that situation without taking any damage. Nice. And do you still have more luck dice or yeah. is that it? Nice. I got one more. One more? Perfect. Okay. Your guys' turn if everyone to go to Brad. I'm, I just shake my head and I say, get out of my way, deranged. I'm like up on a balcony here <laughs> trying to grab a chain. I swing some more iron anchor at the birds attacking Travis. And that is a 17. That's so going to hit. And that one also explodes. Whoa. She like hucks it up in the air at the birds. <laughs> Rolling its morale, the last one is going to turn around and go, this is a battle, I'm not going to win. And it's going to start to fly away. Although... Can I shoot it? It is your turn, Travis. I'm going to so shoot it. So you want to take out your second musket? Yes, I'm going to swap out to my third weapon. Okay, nice. Uh, by the way, what, am I, what is muskets? I'm sorry. It's For, a presence roll. Presence. 14 plus 4, 18. Nice. Also, I think you might have an ability that makes it, like, the difficulty class is, like, two points lower or something. Well, Musket, you should probably check it out. I'm pretty sure, like, you're better at shooting as, like, an ability thing as being a buccaneer. I'm, like, pretty certain you do. Probably am, but I didn't write it down, so. <sighs> God damn it. I'm pretty sure it's, like, hers. It's, like, instead of having to get 12, you only got to get, like, a 10 or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll look into it. But, yeah, Travis. It starts to fly away. You aim your gun at it like a sniper. Bam! Dead seagull. 
You guys have won. You guys uh, lick up your wounds, mostly Travis. And now, Brad, back into the kitchen of you. I got like four new scars under my eye. Oh, yeah. Travis. Sure. Uh, so I'm sitting D-ring. in the kitchen, D-ring. finishing my snack, and there's a moment of quiet. Is more this quiet. More afternoon lunch for you or tea time? I think it is. It's tea time. I'm Yancey. I'm a fancy. I'm a fancy boy, and I have to have my snack. <laughs> of um, course. So I'm sitting there, Rat finishing snack. my snack, sitting in in silence. And uh, what did you say the options in the room were, Austin? Sure. There is a passage that leads uh, to a different room, and there's also a trap door in the floor. And then, of course, there's a tunnel that you just came from. I'm going to defer to your judgment here. I'm going to say that I'm in this moment of silence without my friends nearby. I'm going to start hearing the voices that normally other noise uh, drowns out. Where are they coming from, Austin? They're coming from the basement, Brad. What are they saying, Austin? They're saying, abandon your friends. Come down into the dark basement. We're waiting for you. Uh, Treasure awaits. <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> That's what the voices say. I don't know. What Do you to tell don't you. want treasure? I'm mm. gonna, I'm gonna like shout at the basement. Who's there? You don't hear anything. The voices that were in your head, or maybe you didn't think they were in your head. Stop. I'm gonna put my ear to the trap door and listen. Sure, you listen, and you just hear the drop of what sounds like rainwater hidden uh, the hard stone floor. Can I, like, creak open the trapdoor a little bit and take a peek? Oh, sure. It goes down, and it goes down into uh, a stone tunnel that goes down to the left and goes down to the right. You're not able to see into either space of where they go down to, though. Like, basically, you'll slide straight down through this, and, like, Based on how you position yourself, you're going to slide down one tunnel or the other. Um, all right. I guess I'm going to try and crawl down the hatch. But I want to kind of like straddle the two. Sure. Try to land on the divider so I can get a better look. Makes sense. Let's have you roll agility. Um, I rolled a 12. 12? Uh, you're able to land on a divider and you peek down. It looks like going down one way to the left, it goes down to a door, a uh, metal door that's just shut. You're not sure what it is besides that. If in the other way down to the right, it looks like it drops down into what is a storage chamber. Mm. And also at that room, there's also stairs that continue going down beneath the storage chamber. I'm going to listen really close. Do I hear the voices again? Yeah, you do. You hear, come downstairs. Fervor down still. Treasure awaits. Fuck it. I'll go that way. <laughs> okay. You go down to the storage room. In here, uh, there's a bunch of uh, old boxes that are starting to fall apart, and some have mold on them. There's also beneath this, there is a staircase that continues to go down. All right, I'm going to uh, kind of like crouch down amongst the boxes and try to be sneaky. I'm going to use my scimitar to start like prying open the boxes and looking at them. Sure. 
Okay, you'll spend your turn prying through them, and soon I'll let you know if you find anything of note. Becky and Travis, after you guys kill off the seagulls, what do you guys want to do next? Remember, there is a... I grab chain. Oh, yeah, there's the chains. So you grab a couple chains. Yeah, I put the bird cages on the floor, so you guys have a good life. Sure. <laughs> Becky? Doreen, are we trying to get to the boat? That's why I'm going up. Is the boat up here? It's up somewhere. I know it's up. I'm going right. up. So, should we... It is there <laughs> in the picture. It is quite quite obvious where it is. It's up. It's up. But perhaps we're in this tower. We don't know which tower. But I I'm don't know what tower we're in. There is a hole in this ceiling. There is a gaping hole in the ceiling. Can we see the starry sky above? Uh, you do not see a starry sky. No. Is it a rainy sky? Uh, no sky. It looks like some other type of room. There's a boat. All right, let's continue up then. Okay, you guys continue crawling up, and you guys get into a large wooden room. You guys have found the Galleon, a ship from a bygone age, barely suspended from the turret's roof. It washed up here during an evil hurricane. Up my, in my galleon now. <laughs> yeah, now your galleon. Our galleon. Yes, yes, our Thank galleon. Thank you, ours. There is cargo here, crates and barrels. Um, there is... Uh, I'm not going to go into that. And uh, there is a ladder that continues going up. Even you guys can take the hole back down into the rookery. But yeah, there's a whole bunch of cargo in this part, which is basically like the underneath of the galleon. Well, we found a boat. All right, this can be a tough challenge. Either we get away for another storm, or we get to knock this tower down. <laughs> Obviously, we have to knock the tower down. I was almost half tempted to wait for another storm, but I like your idea. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> I go back down towards the bottom of the birdcage area, the rookery. Okay, you go back into the rookery. What are you doing down there? Knocking the tower down. Oh, right. I grabbed the shit. <laughs> You grab the sheen. You can't uh, carry the sheen. Wait, Drain, Drain. The, the bird cage. The bird cage. I Drain. grab one of the bird cages. Where's Fancy Yancy? Uh, probably. Yeah, uh, you guys completely forgot about him. I don't know what he's doing. He went. Uh, I think he went towards the eatery. Shall we go get Fancy Yancy before we knock the tower over? I say we start knocking the tower over, and that gives us a good escape. All right. All right, I take one of the bird cages. Okay. I chain a large pole to the bird cage. And I start swinging off. That's, that's a wrecking ball. You're trying to do your battering ram idea, but this time you're trying to knock the ship off the tower? No, I'm trying to knock the base of the tower out. The, the tower? Like the stone rain. tower? Yes. No, it's not going to fall over. It's a stone tower. Well, no, I'm just trying to take chunks out of it. I'm no. trying to weaken it. No. Doreen, I think it's time we pull out the big guns. <laughs> and I reach into my pocket and I pull out my book of scripture on Cthulhu. And I start summoning Cthulhu. Oh, shit. I didn't know that was the ability you had. Okay. I start sacrificing <laughs> birds. <laughs> I just take birds. And just... <laughs> okay. Becky, let's have you roll spirit, I guess. I guess. 
Yeah, I guess that would make sense. You have anything good in spirits? No. But I had a book of scripture on Cthulhu. Eight. Okay. You read it and nothing happens. This you really is... mumble up the words. It's hard for you it's to read. Hard. You are a pirate. I'm a pirate. I haven't read in a bit. This is why I left this life. <laughs> this is why I'm not a cultist anymore. <laughs> you were kicked out because you couldn't read the scripture. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard work. Travis, you listened to her for like five minutes, like bumble through the words <laughs> of the scripture. I sacrificed the birds. What, what's going on? Are, are we There's less it? birds now. Yeah, no. Are, are we completing this? What's going on? Um, I can try again. The birds have already been sacrificed. I, I don't have more birds. Start from the top then. Where are those seagulls? I just go start like bleeding out the seagulls. Oh, <laughs> Brad, you finished going through the cargo, right? Yep. Is what you want to do? Yes. Um, roll a d12 to see what you find. Might find something of interest. Seven. Seven. You find a couple things, actually. You find, first of all, you find, uh, roll a d12 again, because you found two things amongst uh, the cargo. Five. In most of the boxes, you find a bunch of sugar. But what really interests you is when you open one special box that it took a while for you to pry open, and inside, not sure what exactly it is, but your character thinks these might be sea monster bones. Hmm. In my pants, they go. <laughs> Everything goes in your pants. Okay, so now you have biscuits. <laughs> part of a dead rat. Bones. And, uh, yeah, monster bones. And a lot of sugar. And, oh, and the sugar. Okay. We can make rum, at, or we can make grog out of that. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You could make grog out I already of that. Had, I have the bottle of rum already, so. That's true, yeah. Okay, now you're just uh, kind of walking around very awkwardly as you just have just straight up giant bones <laughs> in your pants. He's a bulgy. Yeah, he's bulgy very guy. bulgy right now. Um. Okay, so like what else is in the room? Uh, besides the cargo, that's pretty much it. And a door? Uh, there is a staircase that goes down. Um, or up. Yeah, you could go back up too. I will. I'm gonna tear off a piece of my rags that I'm wearing. I'm gonna leave it in view of like both the door and the staircase up above, so that like, if I'm trying to find my way back, I can find it. Okay. Or if somebody is trying to find me, they can find it. Makes sense. Okay. We will know by the stench who we're chasing. <laughs> yeah. I'll. Yeah. I'll. Uh... Yes, and then I'll go through the door. Okay, so you go down the staircase? Yep. Okay. You go down, and it opens up into a crypt. Oh, don't like the sound of that. A very large crypt. You can there, stuff more bones in your pants. There is a trap door that goes straight down, but goes into pure darkness. And besides that, of course, there's a stairs to go back up where you came from. And at the end of this crypt, it's a good-sized room, actually. It's probably, like, 200 feet long. But at the very end of it, there appears to be a mausoleum. Hmm. Um. 
I'm gonna just uh, pull out my pipe and some tobacco and have a bit of a smoke and weigh my options. Sure, that's fair. All right, he starts weighing his options. All right, what are you two numbskulls are you to do? <laughs> well. This doesn't seem like it's working. I've sacrificed a lot of birds for this. Um, so there's a reason that I'm not a cultist anymore, and I think that's quite obvious. Oh, uh, illiterate, as we all Well, are. I'm not illiterate, but you try to read this. And I shove the book in his face. I just look at all the scribbles. I'm like, more power to you. It's very difficult. So, obviously the the birdcage battering ram didn't work. And summoning Cthulhu didn't work. We might need to get our our friend Fancy Ancy. He might have a better idea. Does he have boom boom sticks? He might. I don't know. Definitely use some boom boom sticks. You never know what Fancy Ancy has in his pants. (laughs) You never know what he's got in his pants. The only way to know is to search it. Oh, maybe we should search the boat. They might have boom boom sticks. Ooh, gunpowder. Yes. We go back up to the boat. Okay. You're back inside the boat. Once again, there's a bunch of cargo here, and there's the also a ladder that goes up into the boat more. I search through the cargo. Okay. Looking Every bit of cargo. I want specifically black powder barrels. Searching through the cargo, there is crates and barrels filled with random cargo, but in one of them, there is uh, a D6 large chest of silver and gemstones. So one of you guys can search... Uh, by rolling a d6, and that's how many chests of silver and gemstones there are. How many black powder barrels? We don't give a shit about silver and gems. We're not looking for gold. silver and gold. We don't care. We want gunpowder. There is one large barrel full of gunpowder. Excellent. We take it. All right. As soon as you guys try to take it, the uneven weight distribution might knock it over the whole ship with you guys inside it. Even better. Roll an acrobatics check. Oh. Um, this isn't D&D. I don't know what that stands for. Fuck. Agility. I'm sorry. <laughs> Roll agility. Seven. Three. Okay. Uh, the ship topples over and you guys slide off with it. The ship falls off the tower, goes straight down into the ground. Uh, with that, I'm going to roll damage for you guys. Is that uh, what we did last time? Yeah, pretty much. Literally, yeah, when you guys were drunk and not... <laughs> Recorded session that I deleted. Yeah, you guys also knocked it down. And it, actually, it was the two of you who actually brought it down, and Brad was the smart one who didn't go down with the ship. But Travis did it on purpose last time. Travis, air high five. Okay, <laughs> Becky, you take eight points of damage. All right, that's not a problem. Do you want to use a devil's luck die, or whatever it's called in this game, to reduce that, or do you want to accept it? I'll use a devil's luck. Sure. Okay, so you can reduce it by a D6 if you want. No, I'm a D6. Oh, yep. There you go. And ah. Travis, you take a total of seven points of damage. Uh, I'm going to use my uh, my D6 to roll it, or my devil's luck. Okay. How much was it? Seven damage. Okay, I go down. Are you at zero or beneath zero? Uh, uh one bl- negative one. Negative one? That means you're dead. Oh, okay. Can I save him? <laughs> Uh, Unlikely. No. <laughs> I got no. impaled through the chest. I'm not that savable. <laughs> Becky, the galleon comes down with a crash into the ground. 
you're pretty tough, so you're able to pull yourself out of it, even if you're just a little bit banged up. And then you look over to your right, and you see our friend deranged, impaled. What are you impaled with, probably? Uh, a chunk of the like side of the boat. Okay, yeah. Probably, probably my, the broken boat. My own boat killed me. Yeah, your own ghost boat turned you into a ghost. <laughs> he died doing what he loved. Rest in peace, Durain. <laughs> Durain, rest in peace. Does your character want to do any kind of ritual or anything over his corpse? Or do you want to just leave him the boat? No, we're going to do a ritual. And by we, I mean me and Mr. Whiskers. The rat. I pull him out of cat. my pocket. He's a cat. <laughs> I say, Mr. Whiskers, we are gathered here today to honor our beloved friend, Deranged. He was deranged, completely deranged, but he wouldn't have had this any other way. Oh, I hope you drink so much grog in the afterlife and meet a bunch of fancy women that like you and stroke your beard. My wig. Your wig. That's right, you have a wig, you're fancy. You're pokey figuring you're the fancy one. You fancy bastard. You fancy bastard. <laughs> I stole um, some British guy. Mr. Whiskers, do you have anything to add? And then he just goes... Because he's a rat. Cat. <laughs> but he's a cat. And that's that. And that's that. Look at that. Brad, even from down in the basement, you can hear the crashing sound. You're like, what the fuck? As you listen, as you hear what sounds quite clearly like something large made out of wood crashing into the ground outside the castle. So, like, bits of dust yep. and debris are falling Half from the, the ceiling. Roof, like, chunks of roof have, like, hit you in the head by now. Well, he's pretty deep in the basement, so probably not. But, yeah, you probably, like, felt, like, dust coming down from something large smashed into the ground. Does anything... After the noise happens, does anything else happen in the crypt that I'm in? Yes, actually. Um, from the mausoleum, you hear uh, something that is made out of stone rattle. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, like, snuff out my pipe so there's no light.